Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Protégé Podcast. I am Mary Catherine Carroll, or Katie, sitting down here underneath the desk once again, but this time <laughs> Kirsten is with me. Say hi, Kirsten. Hello. And uh, today she's going to talk to us a little bit about countertops, what to pick, how to pick, everything you might need to know. Um, I would actually love to know, I mean, how many countertops are there to choose from? I mean, there's a ton. Um, today, I would say I'm going to talk about probably, you know, six, but okay. there's all sorts of materials out there that you can pick from these days. There's, you know, new ones coming out every day that are engineered, and of course, there's all the natural materials, so you kind of have a lot of options there. You can kind of find whatever it is you want, really. Yeah, you definitely want to consider a ton of things when picking your countertops, especially like where it's going, if it's your kitchen or your bathroom, or maybe it's a built-in desk. And then another thing is like durability. You know, is it gonna chip easily? Is it gonna stain? That kind of thing. Price is obviously the biggest factor for most of our clients. They don't wanna spend an arm and a leg, but it really depends on the kind of material you're using and then the amount you're going to need. So. That's where we come in is like with our blueprints, we really gauge how much is needed in each area. So we know how much countertop you're going to need with our kitchen design. We know how much countertop you're going to need with your bathroom. And so our blueprints really help people like budget out their materials. So what different kinds of countertops are there? Like I said, like natural materials, which is, you know, woods and marbles, granites, that sort of thing. But are those natural countertops, will they chip or fade? So it depends. Um, Like I can go through a few. So wood, for instance, it's, you know, half the price of a lot of stone or metal options. And people like wood just because it gives an organic feel to the space, which a lot of natural materials will do that. But there are some cons, like it does require maintenance, regular oiling every, you know, three to four weeks just to protect it. And then if it does get scratched, you're going to have to sand it down and then oil it again. So depending, I mean, on your lifestyle, that might not be a great option for you if you have a bunch of kids running around the house and cooking and stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't recommend it if you do a ton of cooking in your kitchen. And yeah, like you said, kids that are going to spill juice. Yeah, they don't know how to. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oil, wood clean. (laughs) Yeah, so another one is granite, which is probably the most common that people think of when they think of countertops. And are we saying bathroom and kitchen right now or? I think it just depends. I mean granite's good because it's resistant to heat so it's actually good for your kitchen and your bathroom because you can place your hot curling irons or your straighteners on it and it won't ruin it. Same thing for cooking if you want to put like your pots and pans. They definitely recommend having like little trivets and stuff just in case like you don't want to safety yeah you don't want to like completely warp it and just light a fire on it but right right (laughs) it is heat resistant and it's also resistant to stains when it's sealed so another good option for your kitchen it is porous so it does need to be resealed every eight to ten years but i mean obviously that's not too often and let's just get this on the record porous means that it has pores which it absorbs liquid okay yeah so like marble for instance is very porous i wouldn't recommend putting marble in a kitchen because if you're say a wine drinker (laughs) or you do a lot of cooking and like you tend to spill things it's 
most likely going to stain the marble. So something to think about. Another thing with marble is like it is pretty expensive and high maintenance. I know people love the look of it and it's known to be very classy and elegant, but I try to steer people away from it just because it is really pricey. It does require like regular resealing. It's prone to scratching, chipping, acidic juices like lemons remove the polish or finish. So it's kind of a lot to deal with. Is there a countertop you just completely recommend most of the time for most people? I would say, I mean, it really just depends on their lifestyle and the kind of people. Like, I know there's some people that just hate dealing with resealing and maintenance, so I would kind of recommend granite for someone like that. But I generally really like quartz. What do you like about it? Well, engineered quartz in particular, it's not as expensive as other natural stone countertops, but it gives you that same look. And it's usually locally produced, so you're kind of helping the local economy when you get it. It's non-porous, so it doesn't stain easily. It doesn't really chip or crack easily, so it's pretty sturdy. But since it is engineered, it usually is a little pricier, so it really depends on the client's budget. What else is there? What's a laminate? So laminate, um, it became popular in the 50s and 60s, and a lot of people, it gets a bad rep. Just because it's known for being so cheap, it's definitely on the low end of the price range spectrum when it Is comes this to materials. the material kind that you would see in like a large industrial building? Um, yeah, like a lot of, I know offices, they mm -hmm. use laminate countertops in their like little kitchen work break or like areas. Yeah, or schools, you'll see it in schools. Um, it's that very like, you could just tell that it's not natural and that it's very not I don't know it is pretty cheap but <laughs> it depends like nowadays there's new technologies that they've come out with like Formica for instance they've been around for a while and they don't really have a good rep but well they didn't just because it's it was known for being so cheap but they've they've changed their technologies and now the stuff that they make is actually really nice looking and you wouldn't really be able to tell so you can find a laminate today that has been engineered to look prettier and it's still cheap? I would say so, yeah. Um, and they're nice just because they're scratch resistant. There's a ton of colors you could pick from and they're easy to install. So a lot of like do-it-yourself or DIY people like it because they can kind of just do it themselves. How's the upkeep? The upkeep, I don't think it's too bad. It's It can melt if there's too much heat applied to it. So. What if I want no effort, I don't want to spend too much money, and I'm going to cook a lot? What's my cheap and good option? I would say, I would say granite. It is like a little bit higher end, but if you're looking for something that's very durable and not going to be a ton of maintenance compared to other materials, especially for your kitchen, I would say granite. Why might someone pick something like stainless steel? Like in um, like a restaurant kitchen, they don't have granite countertops. There. Right. So stainless steel is um, it is becoming more popular, especially for like the modern industrial look. Mm -hmm. People kind of like that. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah, I think it looks cool. Like depending on you know the space, stainless steel is actually really nice because it's bacteria resistant. So that's why you see it in a lot of big kitchens and restaurants mostly, just because it is 
It's very clean and it's easy to take care of. It's really durable and easy to maintain. And it is recyclable, which is actually pretty surprising to most people. But I would say one, a couple drawbacks of that is it's just very loud. Like, I don't know if I would want it in my kitchen if I had like kids. If you're banging pots or like putting plates down or whatever, it can get pretty loud in there. And then it also is pretty prone to like denting and scratching. But it just depends on the thickness. You could pick the gauge or the thickness of how you want it. But the thicker you go, the more expensive it gets. I've seen some that almost cost as much as marble because they wanted such a thick slab of it. So yeah, it really depends. How would you differentiate your needs between the kitchen and the bathroom when it comes to countertop? I would say, and this is something we ask our clients when we're designing with them, is you know, how do you use the space? Because obviously every house needs to have a kitchen, every house needs to have a bathroom, but some people don't cook a lot or some people, they don't use any like products or like hair or anything or blow dryers, whatever. They're just there to like get ready and- Brush their teeth. Yeah, go. they don't need anything super fancy or expensive or durable because they don't really do much on the mm -hmm. surface itself. So it really depends, I would say, how you use it. Like you can obviously use different materials in different spaces. We did one project earlier this year where she wanted some built-ins in her closet and she wanted like a huge vanity in her bathroom where it was this older woman and she, she was very like, not bougie, but she was just a very lady-like lady. And she um, had all of her makeup and she wanted it to look really nice for, you know, when she had guests over and they were using her bathroom. So she was looking for a higher end material. But then when it came to her closet, she was like, oh, well, can we use the same one? And we're like, you know, we really wouldn't recommend it just because what you're getting is so expensive and to put it in something like your closet where you're not going to be no one's going to see it and two like you're only in there how often it's just folding clothes so you don't need it to be heat resistant you don't need it to be this special material so we kind of suggested using the laminate in her in her closet what is one thing you wish everyone knew when it came to countertops i would say just I mean, they don't have to necessarily do their research, but just thinking about how you use your house and then also availability. Some people have these really high expectations and they want it this and they want it now. And a lot of times they don't realize that what they're wanting has to be sent in from another country or it's going to take a while to get that specific one in, especially now with all the tariffs and different things on anything that's being imported in, it can take a lot longer and it's gonna be a lot more expensive just to ship it here. And so I think people have, sometimes they can have unrealistic expectations on what they're getting. I feel like people often have unrealistic expectations about many aspects of design apart yeah. from just countertops. Yeah, definitely. I think, especially when it comes to price, you know, people want the Calcutta marble, but it's the most expensive thing out there. How expensive is it? I don't know. It really just depends on like where <laughs> you space. get it. Yeah, yeah, where you get it from, how much you're getting. But I would say countertops can be one of the most expensive aspects of a renovation, just because depending on what material you're getting and how much of it you're going to need. It's also just such a vital part of your home. Oh, yeah. 
you use it every day. I mean, your countertop space, it's, it's really important. Yeah. I'm just now realizing how often. (laughs) So you want to make sure that's why it's like, you want to make sure you pick the best one for your lifestyle and for your family. And also like people that are doing the kind of fix and flips, it's thinking about resale value. Obviously, if you put laminate all over the kitchen, that's not going to be as high of resale value if you put quartz or something a little nicer. So, Tell me a little bit about concrete before we go. So concrete is really popular these days. We're getting more and more clients that are asking for the concrete countertops. And it, it definitely... Industrial. Yeah, it goes with that industrial modern look that's kind of on the rise. But I don't know. We try to steer people... Not away from it, but we just like to warn them before they go ahead and decide to do a concrete countertop of, like, what could happen. I mean, one thing, it is nice because it can be super customized. People have put personalized it by putting other materials in the concrete, little glass bits or pebbles and kind of giving it a different look. You can also do it with customized molds. So they just pour the concrete, right, and they mold it to whatever so you can kind of make it into whatever shape you cool. want. Yeah, so it is really cool, and it gives a cool look. But And, it, you know, it's durable. It's resistant to heat. But I would say it is really expensive to install. So that's the number one thing we mention to people. And they're like, oh, we want concrete. It's like, okay, let's think about how much this is going to cost to get it in here because it's not, it's not cheap. It also is really porous and stains easily. So another one that if you're a wine drinker or if you have kids, I wouldn't recommend it because anything that spills on there is pretty much going to get absorbed into the material. You know, you can seal it and it should be sealed like every three years, they say. kind of depends. Another thing is like it will age. So it's going to, the look of it is going to change over time. The way that it looks when it's poured a few months after is not the look that you're going to get or keep, you know, as time goes on, especially when it's being used a lot. So that's just something to consider. Well, I think that's all we have to say about countertops today. We hope you learned something interesting. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you. Uh, This has been Katie Carroll with the Protégé Podcast. See you next time.